Elizabeth Katie Stanton History Stories Collection Elizabeth Katie was born in New York in 1815. Her girlhood was a happy one spent with her brother and sisters. She was a healthy, rosy-cheeked girl full of life and fun who believed girls were the equal of boys and had just as much intellect. When Elizabeth was 11 years old, her brother died. Her father grieved deeply over the loss of his only son, and Elizabeth determined to try to be to her father all that her brother might have been. She therefore applied herself diligently to study and self-improvement. Her father was a lawyer. He had been a member of Congress. Many hours out of school, Elizabeth spent in his office, listening while his clients stated their cases. She gradually became indignant at what she found to be the unequal position of women in almost every walk of life. She determined to devote her life to securing for women the same rights and privileges that men had. While studying, she did not neglect the arts of housekeeping. She regarded these as occupations of the highest dignity and importance. When 25 years old, she married Henry B. Stanton, a lawyer and journalist who since his student days had talked and written against slavery. But she did not forget her old resolve to struggle for the rights of women even when occupied with the duties of home and children. In 1848, Mrs. Stanton called a Women's Rights Convention, the first ever held. Its purpose was to discuss the social, civil, and religious conditions and rights of women. Mrs. Stanton read to the convention a set of twelve resolutions, the now famous Declaration of Sentiments. It demanded for women equality with men, and all the rights and privileges which belong to them as citizens of the United States, including the right to vote. This was the first public demand for women's suffrage. The resolutions were passed. A storm of ridicule followed the convention, but Mrs. Stanton's position remained unchanged. Susan B. Anthony History Stories Collection a few years after this historic convention, Mrs. Stanton met Susan B. Anthony. Miss Anthony was the daughter of Friends, or Quakers as they are often called. She was born at South Adams, Massachusetts in 1820. Her father maintained a school at Batonville, New York, and here Susan received her early education. From her 17th birthday until she met Mrs. Stanton, Miss Anthony had been engaged in teaching school. But now the great national question of anti-slavery and temperance were drawing her away from her work as a teacher. At first, Miss Anthony had not been in sympathy with the Declaration of Sentiments, but when she met Mrs. Stanton, the cause of women's rights won an able, enthusiastic, and untiring friend. From this time on, these two fought side by side for the cause of women. They traveled and lectured in all parts of the country. In 1868, they started a weekly paper which they called The Revolution. Miss Anthony was the business manager, and Mrs. Stanton was the editor. Its motto was, The True Republic. Men, their rights, and nothing more. 
women their rights and nothing less. In 1869, they organized the National Woman's Suffrage Association. In many states, the question of woman suffrage became an important one at the election. Wherever they were needed, in California, in New York, or in any other state, these two women could be found. Every year from 1869 until her death, in 1906, Miss Anthony addressed committees of Congress. In 1872, she cast a vote for president. She declared it to be her right under the 14th Amendment to the Constitution. For this act, she was arrested and fined, but the fine was never collected. Mrs. Stanton died in 1902. The movement she had started was on its way to certain victory. Congress passed the Suffrage Amendment in 1919 and in August 1920 it became law. Over 25 million women who were entitled to vote in the presidential elections that year.